Hello, welcome to the Split Discussions Podcast, where we talk about all things split decisions recently. Thanks for joining us this morning. Today we have myself, Dave Gilbert, and Kevin Bernheimer. Good morning, Good morning. Kevin. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. So we uh, normally talk about our weekend eye racing, any other leagues, official races, or uh, uh, hosted races that we run. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we moved from Belle Isle to uh, Mount Paramount Circuit and the road course racing this week, and it's a disaster for everybody pretty much. But uh, other than that, we run uh, our league race on Monday night. Wednesday night, uh, we run the Freaky Fast Racing League put together by Lucas Gortman, and uh, I got second in that to Kevin McCann. And after... Uh, that one we run the Pudge League. Me and Nate Johnson run uh, with Pudge on Wednesday nights in the Truck League, and I end up at Pocono, a track shaped like a triangle. I got second, so pretty yeah, un, uh, unimaginable before the race. So I was happy with that. On Sunday night, I ran um, with the Freaky Fast Racing League on Sunday night. Um, Oh, yeah, the truck race. Uh, the truck race, yeah. So Joe Turkle joined us. Uh, we had Adam Taylor from our team, uh, the WDW team. Josh McKinney's in there. So there's four of us from our team is in that league. Uh, there was only 16, so we made up a quarter of that pack, you know. But, nice, right. Uh, I, uh... Adam, Adam Taylor, like lap two, uh, we start Adam Taylor, Joe Turkle, and myself. I'll start uh, like 10th, 11th, and 12th or something like that. Uh, 9th, 10th, and 11th, that's what we were. 9th, 10th, and 11th. And um, uh, like lap two, Adam is in a hurry to get to the front, passes us, and like wads us up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it happens. I mean, uh, end up wrecking. Right, you don't want to wreck the teammates, but like we were just discussing last night, it seems like we run into each other all the time. So yeah, we uh, so my strategy then was I didn't want to use a fast repair because it's a hundred lap race, and I didn't want to use a fast repair on lap two. So I went in and did uh, a good majority of my uh, require uh, 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 not required but optional repairs and. Uh, we go green flag racing and I'm running along and I'm not, I'm about a quarter to a half a second, a lap off the pace. So it took a while, but they put me a lap down and, and the first time I get into a green flag pit stop, I use that fast repair and you know what? We didn't go, we didn't get a caution that rest of that race. Oh, dang. So a little bit of the like 20, 30 laps that I ran with the uh, damage just, you know, ended my night, you know, because we didn't right. have a caution, but uh, yeah, it's a bummer. Lucas Gortman ended up finishing second, Klingbeal third, uh, fin- uh, Josh McKinney uh, drove the fourth, and Keith Fonseca from our league was uh, fifth. Uh, I ended up battling back the eighth with uh, Joe Turkle ninth. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I just don't like running Sunday nights for some reason. Why I didn't jump in there with y'all and uh. I was happy when we moved our double trouble from Sundays to Mondays. For some reason, I'm being lazy on Sunday nights and uh, don't feel like running. But Wednesday nights is fun running with them guys where they do the road course stuff. If you're looking for a road course league, it's kind of earlier in the night. It starts at uh, 
think it's start time. The green flag's at 8, so start practice at 7, so it's over before 9, and it's 45 minutes. So they're still yeah. getting about tw 20 guys to come out every week for road course stuff. is difficult, and they've so far the league's been holding up, so hopefully it keeps rolling right along. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun racing with them. Well, that's the same thing about that Sunday night truck league. That's what I like about it is it starts at 8 o'clock, and yeah. – uh, like last that hundred laps went by fast with no cautions and we were done oh, by yeah, nine. So yeah, I'm not up real late on that. So I enjoy that league. It's right up my alley since I had to get up so early the next day to work. Right, right. Um but we also uh I also broadcasted uh the Tom's Tool Room Super Speedway League on on Tuesday. Uh I helped out that, yeah, that was a championship, and, um, you know, I helped out broadcasting a few races for them this season uh, just to help them out. Uh, they don't get much of a car count, uh, which is kind of nice on the Super Speedways a little bit because uh, they get a lot of green flag racing. Uh, like this past, uh, this past Tuesday, they went 60 laps with no cautions. That's good. Yep, uh, Mark Ackerman pulled off the win there, uh, and Adam Benefil, uh finished a close second on the championship. Uh, so congratulations to those two. Nice. Always good to win the championship. Yeah, well, Adam didn't win it, but he was no, close. But... Yeah. yeah, he was close. But uh, So anyways, we don't have a podcast guest. Our podcast guest, uh, I don't, and Nate's still sleeping. As usual. <laughs> he was doing so well, too. He was. He made it like two or three weeks in a row. and He had a bad race last night. Yeah. Boom, he vanishes. He sleep, he's got to sleep it off. Right, sleeping it off. Sleeping but, it um, off. So we're just going to ask each other a couple questions. We are. Cover some NASCAR's fantasy stuff. and Yes. All right. So, uh, Kevin, uh, do you have a favorite NASCAR moment? Uh, heck, it's hard to call. I mean, <clears throat> I was at the uh, Ricky Craven Kurt Busch race in Darlington all that long time ago. And I was at Jeff Gordon's last win. That's definitely not one of my favorite. That's probably my least favorite moment. Can't stand Jeff Gordon. And that's the race where uh, Kenseth dumps Logano. So that's probably my least favorite NASCAR moment. Maybe uh, that Darlington race. I was just little, but it was it was awesome to be there. We had front row tickets like up on the upper deck so i was hanging over the fence and screaming for about four laps while they were beating up beating and banging on each other so it was a good time but that was back in the heyday of nascar you couldn't even move in your seats yeah i've never been to a nascar race and i only live an hour from michigan speedway right that's right but i've never gone to it because i I don't know. I'm just a little weird. I've never gone to an NFL game. I'd rather watch them on television. I, yeah. It, I don't NASCAR, have... NASCAR now, actually, I like it a lot better now that it's not, you know, pandemonium. You go in there and sit wherever you want. You yeah, maybe I'd consider it now because the, the issue I had is I would go up to an ARCA race up there uh, at uh, Michigan, and it would be an hour and a half to get out of the pits, you know, just oh, or, yeah, out of the, the pits, race. but out of the, yeah. Parking lot. Yeah, it's a parking lot. And I was like, yeah. I'm not going to stay here for the cup race, man. It's going to be a four-hour yeah. 
it used to, get to out be the parking it, lot. It used to take forever, man. Forever to get out of Michigan was one of the worst. Now they kind of park you out in a field and shuttle you into the track so you're already kind of out away from the track when you get back to your car and yeah. Last time I was there, it dispersed rather nicely. But yeah, now that there's not a hundred thousand people at every race, you can, you know, wait to buy your tickets to the last minute in case it's going to rain and all that good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I've probably so... been to. Are you in need of an eye racing paint? Contact Turtle Shells Designs on Facebook or Shells Designs on Twitter. Remember that they give discounts to all of our Split Decision Racing League drivers. I don't know, 150 NASCAR races. I've been to a ton of them. Yeah, it's cool. I, I haven't been interested in going, but uh, yeah. my favorite NASCAR moment is uh, the year, I think it was 1993 Atlanta race, the championship we talked about a little bit. It's the year that Alan Quickie won the championship. Oh, uh, right, yep. Yeah, he beat, uh, that was also Richard Petty's last race. Right, Gordon's first race. Gordon's first race. Uh, Davey Allison, all of them guys are all running for the championship there. Championship, yeah. Bill Elliott. Uh, yep. There was like four or five drivers that had a chance going into that last race. They were all separated by a, a few points. A few points. Back then, it was... Usually the situation was the championship was already decided by then. Yeah. Yep. And so, and then, you know, that was just cool to see. Uh, I was a, my number seven, I was a huge Alan Clicky fan. Oh, right. Right. So it was cool to see him. I've never, you know, I've rooted for Rusty my entire life. And then Brad now, obviously, and I've never had a number two race car ever, I don't think. I don't know how that worked out. I've had an 18. How do I win a championship in an 18 Kyle Busch number? That's horrible. <laughs> I didn't realize. I thought you were 28. I was 28 in the sportsman car, but in the in the endurance, enduro car, we were number 18, and we never, you know, we were racing for points at Toledo, so when there was an endurance race, we would just start 18th at Flat Rock because they started by numbers. Yeah, I, move up, and it's like, no, man, it doesn't matter where we start. We'll start 18th. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, they started you by numbers. I remember uh, uh, I drove my ex father in law's car there in a enduro race, and he just had an old Ford. He put like a number like 78 or something on it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, uh, start 78th. Yeah. I was a lap down before I got to get to get the before, green. Yeah, before, you, before you hit the gas, pretty much. Yeah. You know, they'd be lined up the whole way around the track. First first place, hit the gas, and have to slam on the brakes by the time you got to the backstretch because nobody's moving yet. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, – it was a, just a stock car, so uh, I had my – was just to finish that race, and, and I think uh, – it was like, what is it, like 200 or 300 laps or three hours? 250. 250. Was it 250 laps or three yeah. hours or yeah, something like hours. that? Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, you got your own your own scores up in the stands. Yeah, I think I made it to about 200, lap 220, and then uh, somebody's uh, rear bumper was uh, sharp and cut down my right front fender, come down across my nose. Uh, uh, 
And I go in the pits. My dad throws a tire on to finish the race, but uh, they black flagged me as soon as I come out on the track because we had to have a safety wheel on. So I had to go back oh. in the pits and get another. <laughs> so I ended up being like 19 laps down. Oh, yeah. And, but I mean, heck, that's probably a top 10 in them races. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. Uh, yeah. I think I finished like eighth or something or like that. Yeah. I, yeah that car we raced, it, it weighed like 3,400 pounds, 3,500 pounds or something. It was a monster. I almost flipped it in one of them races one time. I went up over the top of a car and got the rear axle ripped out from underneath it by no, with another guy's A pillar. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. 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 He like drove underneath me, underneath the back end and hit the left rear tire with his roof and it rips the whole axle and everything out from underneath that thing and man there's all kinds of good endurance stories we had a oh four yeah four, we had a four by four piece of steel welded into the front bumper it was like a oh man ramp. this was a this was a car i was running it was just a stock car it even had a radio still in it <laughs> the radio was still in it so i could play the music while i was racing if i wanted to <laughs> Of course, it was like a track player or something like that. Right. You have to yeah. down, push the buttons to change the song. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> that thing. Uh, Those are the ones you'd go by a guy and he'd be like smoking and driving with one hand, smoking a cigarette with the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Back, I was putting you. down consistent laps just because I, and I didn't want to push it um, because my ex father in law, he raced at the endurance race before that and he only made it to like lap 20 and. Uh, he was pushing it real hard and blew out the uh, tranny. Mm. And tra- I don't think there was a tranny cooler or anything on it or anything at that time. Right. The first first one we show up at, we're, we're you know we had a car, we thought it was pretty good and stuff and pretty ready or whatever. And we're driving around, everybody's got windshield wipers, and it was like, man, these guys didn't even take off their windshield wipers. What the heck? You know, it ain't that hard to do. Blah 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 blah. We get out there and it starts raining and they don't stop it. <laughs> right i ain't got any windshield wipers so I, I ran as much as i could till i wrecked and i come in the pits and they beat on it a little bit or something like that my dad my dad leaned in the window and i was like he's like all right it's good i said if we if we go back out there i'm bringing it back in like a shoebox i said i can't see anything he's like just do your best i went out there i'm trying to see so trying to drive looking out the pet or out the driver's window instead of the windshield i probably made another 10 laps and then you know there's 90 cars out there and it's raining you can't see it was over so we tore up pretty good but yeah it's just a live and learn experience leave your windshield wipers on because they ain't gonna stop it yeah yeah that was uh that was by far the best race that we've uh that i that was my favorite race that i've ever ran I ran was a lot it? of, you know, the sportsman cars and uh, uh, street stocks and other things. But that was that one race was I just had nice. so much fun because it was a lot of. Die. I mean, it's like a triple threat. Right. Race. You're dodging cars. Oh, you're passing yeah. cars. It was. I mean, that's what I, that's how I started my whole career. I ran them for like, I think from '95 to '99, and then '99 is when they started the, the league for them basically at toledo the you know the factory stock division and we we started running that but i ran enduros that year too with the same car so i mean it was a ton of work because you get them tore up in the enduro races but then you had a points race you know four days from then so you had to get that thing back ready to go to back yeah. toledo and but yeah i'll bet you i've run probably 20 of them enduro races they are they're a blast i got the best i ever did was second in one and it uh 
I got actually wrecked on maybe the, I don't know, it was early, maybe first 25 laps, and I go up and hit the wall with the right front, and it come over and cracked the exhaust manifold on the thing. So for like 225 laps, I was sucking exhaust gas, and uh, I get out of the car puking and stuff. But this was the, I end up finishing the best I've finished in any of them in that one. Yeah. Yeah, well, they had that uh, that claimer, too, that I, I didn't see a lot of people using. I was just always interested to see if somebody would claim it. It happened <laughs> once in a while. Sometimes somebody I would claim it. I never see it because, man, be, I, if somebody would try to claim our car, we would have quit. You know what I mean? I was giving nobody. What was the claimer? It was like 500 bucks or something? It was $1,000. Was it? It was a thousand dollars because I looked into it. It paid a thousand bucks to win, and you got their car. So you didn't like you, you trade you. The the first and second would have to trade cars, and second place would have to give first place a thousand dollars. Yeah. So I've seen that that happen Uh, down in Georgia. They had (laughs) the uh, claimer rules on their endurance, and they would they would like claim cars left and right down there. When I was living down there, yeah. That would be horrible, but I mean, I guess it just gives you incentive not to do, you know, don't trick it out. You can't do anything to it. It keeps it super even playing field. Yeah. Well, my uh, my ex-father-in-law sold that car right after I got done. I finished that race. That car, he sold it for like, I think, 1500 bucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, that's yeah. crazy. By, by the time we start racing at Toledo... My endurance enduro car, it probably had a, oh, I mean, a motor, and it was worth five or six grand. It was like a late model. It sounded like a late model. Basically, it had the heads were all shaved off on it, so it was making 13 or 14 to 1 compression. It was fast, man. For a big old boat like that, it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> if that car would have been light, it would have been a rocket. Yep. Yeah. So, uh what is who has been your biggest supporter of your racing addiction? Oh, it was my dad when we were racing for real, for sure. It was a we didn't really have any sponsors or anything like that, so it was just uh basically his wallet and what what little money I was making on you know working what I was working back then. But once I started working in a steel mill and that, I could pitch in a little bit more. But yeah, we started actually racing at my. Me and my one buddy started it up. We, my dad had a couple old Corvettes in the garage. We didn't have any, any room in our garage and stuff. So uh, they were all wrecked Corvettes. They weren't new. They were all beat to death. And uh, so we started building the enduro car over at my at my buddy's house. And then uh, once we decided we were going to race for real, we had to empty out the garage at the house and stuff. So we, uh, yeah, we built the old Monte Carlo over there and. It was definitely my dad at that point, but my mom has been a huge supporter too since uh, since then and during that point. So it takes, you know, it takes like the whole family's got to be into it, or it just don't work. Yeah, for sure. My dad, uh, my dad, he's the one. Uh, he raced a little bit when I was a kid, and uh, yeah, he got me. He got me into it. And it's funny we built a car when I was 15 years old, and. Uh, He'd take it out there and, you know, he'd finish like, you know, 10th or 11th with it. And yeah. I'd go out there and finish like 5th or 6th and <laughs> at like 15 years old. And you know, he's finally, he's like, after about two races of that happened, he stepped over to the side. He's like, here, it's just yours now. <laughs> right. He's like, but, uh, 
Yeah, he's like, you just take it from here. And uh, it it's funny, though, because looking back at it, I remember my dad and I getting into so many arguments about how to do this or how what we should do for this. or <laughs> uh, uh, And now looking back at it, I just wish that I it would have went differently and I could have just been not been a hothead, you know. It, right. But uh, yeah, we I raced mean, for just, 10 years, it, so. Right. Right. And I mean, it's the same as any, you know, race, race thing, basically. And, you know, we always had our problems or whatnot. You're not going to, it's never going to go super smooth, you know, because everybody's got their own idea and they think it's right and they want to use it and, yeah, maybe, you know, move something around and, it comes yeah. back full circle though, because uh, there was a race at Toledo that uh, there was a big wreck. You know how the the half mile cars when they'd wreck, they put them down on the quarter mile and they'd sit there and leak oil and then they put some oil yeah. back and it'd send us racing. Right. Well, I go out there uh, on our initial pace lap and uh, I had my my visor up on my helmet and man, I had a a whole ball of like uh, oil dry it went right in my eye. <laughs> I could helmet. not see, so uh, I could not see. So I pulled like the green flag comes out, and I'm I couldn't see anything. So I pulled down to the inside, and and you know I'm going almost a lap down before we even get going. You know I could and I couldn't see. Right. So I just uh, you know I did the best I could, and I think at that time we had maybe twelve to fourteen cars on the track, and I ended up finishing like you know, eighth or ninth, just because I didn't hit anything. I was just, I couldn't, I was driving with taking the free spots basically. And, uh, (laughs) my dad comes in because he's normally we're up there battling for the win, but he comes in, he's like, what were you doing? Screaming at me left (laughs) and right. How could you do that? And, uh, and, uh, and I told him like, dad, I had a chunk of oil dry in my eye and he, felt pretty small after that after screaming at me with that <laughs> so then right. we're at my son's racing a bmx grand national and uh he's up in staging and the staging takes about 20 minutes and his race and he's just sitting down he's not even trying i'm like what the heck man he comes off the track and i'm just screaming at him I'm like what the heck i didn't drive all the way down here to <laughs> louisville kentucky you know spend all this right. money for you to sit down and do nothing and he's like, Dad, my uh, he had a tooth come out, so he's trying to hold it in his hand and race at the oh. same time while he's in staging. <laughs> so nice. pretty small after that, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it comes full circle. Right. I but, had one yeah. real, uh, like, not being able to see catastrophe racing. It was, uh, we we got it on the, I think we were on the pole of the first heat. We like went probably one of the first nights we were ever fast qualifier down there on the half mile. And for some reason I decided I was going to wear my sunglasses this time inside my helmet. So we're out there cruising around under caution and stuff. And it's like one to go. So I put the visor down and everything's cool. And as soon as we come off of four and I hit the gas, the temperature, you know, you don't realize when you're racing what's going on in that car, but apparently the temperature goes from, you know, 300 to a million degrees so fast it made my glasses fog up like instantly they went from perfectly fine to completely cloudy to the point i thought the car started smoking like i couldn't see anything 
So I just pulled to the inside there on like the quarter mile as we come across the line and let the whole field go by. And I flipped my visor up to see what's going on. Well, then my glasses cleared up and I was like, oh, crap. So back on the gas. But yeah, we go from first to last because of a pair of sunglasses real quick. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we had an old man tell my son he played catcher and it was cold one time. And uh, this old guy told uh, his glasses were all fogging up and uh, playing catcher baseball and the guy said just take some shaving cream and and smear it on the glasses and and uh it'll and then wipe it off i sit there and wipe it off it'll work as an as an anti-fog yeah that worked oh nice nice yeah yep so we have uh ashton hartman joining us this morning now he's uh, able to get here yep happy to be here sorry about the wait guys yeah, no problem, no problem. We're just filling time, uh, but we just have a couple questions for you. Why don't you go ahead and tell us about uh, the Powerhouse Racing League a little well, bit that Josh hasn't told us already? Uh, I'm sure he's uh, told you a lot, depending on uh, how he feels about it. <laughs> <laughs> the Powerhouse Racing League uh, was designed with the the goal in mind with this league is to provide a racing experience which i know all leagues have that in mind but it's to um provide a racing experience for everyone and you know it's not just catered to a group of people or you know certain types of racers like dirt racing or things like that um we're not afraid to try new things and challenge our drivers but also provide that perfect racing experience you want you know nothing that's too crazy or out there uh we might try that we might branch off and do something here or there but something that everybody can find something they want maybe they want to do some fun races and open wheel cars or do a little bit of rally cross uh we haven't started anything like that yet we're we're very ambitious though but um so far we've got a great oval series that's uh doing really well um i think last season we had about 20 regulars so still growing and um, yeah, we did really have it. dirt dirt going for a minute there. I was racing with y'all on the dirt side of things for a couple of weeks, and uh, that is true. We're, yeah, we're just getting enough people. We had like eight or nine each week, and then all of a sudden it just I don't I don't stay super involved. And it come up missing, so I figured it was kind of put on the next. But it was fun for a couple of weeks while it lasted. Yeah, we uh we've experimented a little bit. Uh, obviously there've been some growing pains with the league. Uh, oh, always, always, always. It's uh it's definitely been an experience. Um all of us have at one point or another either helped manage or um have ran a league of our own at some point um on the admin team. But uh we've got a fantastic uh group of regulars, uh drivers, yourself included, um at one point and oh, yeah, thank you. And honestly, uh I couldn't ask for a better admin team, uh Josh and them. Uh, Kayla, Dustin, I don't know what I would do without them, you know, supporting me in this endeavor. Um, it's actually really funny how we um, started this whole league. Um, I think that was one of the questions you were wanting to ask. Um, yeah. So um, what happened was we uh, we were all in Pedal to the Metal Racing League. I'm not sure if you... Have heard of them or not? Um, yeah, they PTM Racing TV broadcasted a Triple Threat series our very first season. That's right. I think I remember seeing them do that. Um, I don't know how much 
you've heard about them from Josh or whoever or word of mouth. Um, we're not we're not the biggest fans of them and how they operate. You know, every every league's different. Um, to each their own. But um, there was a little controversy in their first iRacing endeavors. Um, Kayla and myself and Dustin were all in that league together. And I remember one day I'm just working, minding my own business, and um, between between racing leagues, um, and Kayla had messaged me, and she um, she said, "Man, I just got uh, suspended for a whole season from PTM. It was it was a whole it was controversial at uh, at best." And I, you know, I remember telling her, I was like, "Okay, well." I was like, that sucks. And she's like, well, I'm leaving too because you already left and Dustin's leaving. I was like, okay, well. I was like, well, I guess you could always join another league um, or we could start our own eventually. And she was like, hey, that's a good idea. And at this point, I think it was it was almost my birthday. I think it was like the next day and um, last year. And so she... uh. She's like, that's a great idea. I'm going to start it right now. And I was like, well, wait, I meant in like a week or two, you know. <laughs> but she was excited and ready to go, and she created it on iRacing, and um, we hit the ground running, and the rest is history. So we are still here, and our third season's starting up, and we've had our first birthday for the league. It's a year old now, so we've uh, we've survived. Um, we're... Uh, Ready to keep going. Well, yeah, you guys, uh, I ran a few races with you guys, one in the truck and a couple in the Xfinity cars. Uh, but, yeah, it's a fun league, and uh, if you want some good, clean racing, you got to contact Kayla and and Astro Josh, Susie, you'll be able to, you know, contact anybody, and if you're listening with SDR, you'll you know who Kayla is and who Josh is, and just contact them, and they'll be able to get you hooked up. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, that way, you can, Josh can give you an EOL in multiple cl- series, not just <laughs> one league. You know. All right. <laughs> oh, so he still he still does those everywhere else too, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what he lives for. <laughs> yeah, he goes to bed grinning at night if he gave somebody right. an EOL. Oh, EOLs, EOLs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, we appreciate you jumping on here, and uh, so what we really wanted you on here to get any dirt on Kayla. We got we need like dish on Kayla tonight. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> she uh, she does get in trouble quite a bit with um, with Candace or um, her wife. So uh, if you could uh, <laughs> if you could ever get um, Candace to mess with her. Or, or get her in trouble with Candace. There's your, there's your advantage when racing with her. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> she'll be she'll she'll get distracted while she's getting yelled at. So um, there's, there's always that. Um, I I like to mess with her on her streams. She streams on Facebook under her uh, McCarthy Racing TV. Um, <laughs> just things like that. Um. If you mention anything about PTM, um, she. <laughs> oh, we need that. I sit there and make fun of her, and um, I like to bring up how she was suspended for a whole season for helping or using her teammates <laughs> to 
affect the outcome of a race. Which, there you uh, go. That was their own fault for letting teams be a thing, but they got upset when they <laughs> when she won. Um, yeah, right. Anything yeah, like that? Teams that or not. Yeah, pretty much. They um they um allowed teams that season, and that's why Kayla got in trouble. Um, that's all right. We have teams too, but our team just wrecks our own team drivers. We yeah, hit hit each other as much as possible on the track and uh, hope <laughs> for the best. Oh, yeah. we would we would definitely like to start teams in the future. We want to make sure we have a a full field first and and work out all the the kinks before we attempt it. But right, it yeah. would be it would be fun to do for sure. We so you guys together. are moving to Saturday night, right? Uh, we are moving to Saturday nights, yes, this season. Um, we have a couple people, uh, Kayla included, and, and I think Josh as well, who they're going to road to pro on Thursdays, so essentially we would lose our um, our race control, and we really value Susie and his EOL giving, so... We, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. We can't have we wanted... else hit the black flag button 12 times yeah. a race, could we? Yeah, right. And we <laughs> we we just we saw where people were kind of they're busy with work on Thursday evenings, so it was a little bit harder for them to get there. So yeah. we said, well, the weekend is the prime time. I know people make weekend plans, but if they're around on a Saturday night, you know, if you're not going to a local track in the spring or summertime, it's on a Saturday night. You know, come racing with us, and we also wanted to support. You know, uh, our the people in our league, including Susie and Kayla, um, you know, their 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 dreams and and their goals. You know, they're they got you know this road to pro stuff they want to do, and we want to show we support their endeavors because it's kind of a big deal if they make it to the Coke Series someday. Well, at least uh, Josh might. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not know about road to pro, but I'm on the alley to nowhere. I'm on the back alley to nowhere, I, man. <laughs> listen, man, I haven't. I haven't even pulled out of the driveway yet. You know, I'm, right. uh, she's still idling right there. So I'm gonna yeah. run them things just for kicks and like run Daytona and be like, all right, if you did all right, maybe I'll run next week too. But oh yeah, I haven't really touched. For... I haven't touched anything with my I rating or my uh, safety rating. Since um, I started That's, doing leagues, right. so yeah, you got to push that that I rating up there if you want to get the league, the you know enough points and all that yep. other crap to be moving up. So I would be in any division to go anywhere, but I'll still run it just to screw around. I, plus, I love running the trucks; they're probably about my favorite favorite cars on here. Oh, those! So. Our first season, the truck season, was probably that's, that's one, one of our best go. so far. Yeah, I was yeah. a little disappointed when you guys switched the Xfinity cars, but. Yeah, I hate them stupid. Yeah, cars. I know. We thought about going back to trucks for a season, maybe um, after this ARCA season coming up. But, you know, we're trying to try new things, kind of, yeah. you know, bring a new challenge each season. And also, um, it's yeah. kind of a natural progression to, to some of these more challenging cars. We've got, I know we've got a, new, a bunch of guys new to iRacing, so it's it's been a learning curve for them. But, you know, we're... We're kind of weaning them off uh, off of the you know the the smaller stuff, getting to the the bigger stuff. I'm not saying the trucks aren't plenty big, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, the uh, you guys are running ARCA on Saturday nights. When does your season start? 
Uh, we were thinking about starting this weekend, but with the Super Bowl, um, I know Kayla has been out sick. Uh, I believe she uh, she did believe she had COVID, so um, we've been you know letting her uh, die in peace. Um, <laughs> totally kidding, but uh, if she sees this, um, <laughs> yeah. mess with her as much as you can. Hopefully, she listens. Um, but yeah. uh. I have two listeners, so nobody else is going to hear this. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> kind of like, kind of like our old podcast that we did. We had like one and a half listeners. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, we start. We were going to start this weekend, but you know, with the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day coming up, we just kind of said, well, we need to tweak a couple more things. We're still looking for a broadcaster, so if anybody listening wants to broadcast for us and does pretty good work, uh, send us a sample and we'll think about it yeah um, but we are starting next weekend next saturday um we start practice starts at eight o'clock eastern and we the race starts at nine so it should be a fun time uh hopefully we have a broadcaster so tune in to our phrl i believe we have uh it's just called paris racing league on our facebook group so uh we do have a, a an actual page you can check out and that's where our streams usually show up. So, yeah, awesome. Well, we appreciate you jumping in here um, and being our guest today and giving us a rundown on Powerhouse Racing League. And, uh, go, uh, and go tell the rest of them bums that were supposed to be here what's up. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and <laughs> I I enjoy coming on podcasts and doing things like this. So I appreciate y'all having me. And you know, it's it's fun. We should do it again sometime or. Hopefully drag those bums on here, at least Kayla. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kayla. So yeah. I, I was hoping it would just be Kayla and I just uh, talking smack at uh, at each other the whole time, and you guys are like, wow, well, these guys run a league together. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, always happy like, to come out. You've got uh, a league. If you're looking for a league on Saturday nights and you want to run NARC cars, uh, contact Kayla or Josh, uh, and get a hold of somebody with Powerhouse Racing League. Most of our listeners are split decision listeners because that's what our podcast is normally about. But um, we created a little, uh, I had a thought of creating a little uh, coalition with other admins, and we've been trying to work with these other leagues of trying to help build up their driver bases within each other. because we all have great drivers and we can offer resources to each other. Um, so, and it's worked out so far and uh, I'm sure it'll continue to grow from there. But uh, thank you for jumping on here, Ashton. Uh, you got anybody, uh, you can, you're more than welcome to stick along for the rest of our podcast. We're going to go about our results and such, but um, that's totally up to you. Uh, you got yeah, to uh, thank or anybody? Uh, yeah, I'd just like to, you know, thank you guys first of all for for putting this on, uh, Mr. Gilbert. Uh, of course, you do a good job with this podcast. Uh, Susie's talked highly about it, and um, just the coalition of admins was a great idea. Um, I'm happy to be a part of that. I'm glad you invited us. I know we're just kind of a smaller, up and coming league, you know, compared to you guys that are a little more established. But um, we appreciate it, and I know Kayla and a bunch of guys running in split decisions and they have and they've said good things and i've seen some of your guys' streams you guys have a fantastic product on track and 
you know, I've seen too many times where leagues, uh, they don't collaborate together or they, you know, they, it's kind of this league versus that. And I mean, there's plenty of racing fans to go around for everybody and, you know, any chance we can lift each other up instead of tearing each other down is, uh, it's a good day. So happy to be a part of it. Thanks to all you guys. Thanks to, you know, everybody at powerhouse that, um, helps put on the show it's not just me you know uh they they like to to say i'm kind of the leader but i mean it's without them i mean it's a it's a group effort and we're a team and we do a great job so thanks to them and uh thanks to susie for uh dragging us in here for this and <laughs> I did and... yeah he's uh we won't tell him we don't need his head to get any bigger so yeah, right. Of course, um, he might not fit in the car next week. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's got a Road to Pro helmet to get on his head on Thursdays. <laughs> I, I almost think for the Road to Pro, they kind of make them a little bit bigger, you know, because you know once they get to the Coke Series, uh, it's all over. <laughs> yeah, right, you can't even get in the rig once you get to the Coke Series. But oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> head just flopping all over the place. Yeah, we we had a couple of Coke Series guys uh, that raced with us this past season. Um, yeah, Brendan and uh, right, Brendan and Ashton. Um, yeah, it was uh, Ashton Crowder and um, Crowder. That's right. I think Ryan Daly were also. Those were our Coke Series drivers, but we did have Brendan Poole. Yeah, we had Brendan Poole and Quinn Half at one point racing with us. So to have a couple Cup drivers, I mean, I know people would be like, "Oh, they're just you know." smaller guys they're not you know you're not racing with like william byron or or you know somebody bigger like kyle larson but um i mean it's still cool they're doing something that we could only dream of doing so right to have them on was a privilege for sure and i hope they come back this season i think brennan's trying to so we'll uh we'll see what happens but we can say hey we've got nascar drivers in our league that's right that's kind of cool nice (laughs) yeah yep well uh congratulations on a great league uh we know anybody that's looking for a league on saturday nights uh we'll point them your way yep we appreciate it and your uh split decision guys are always welcome to come over and hang out with us you know race around with us so sounds good sounds good buddy well we're gonna move on to going through some of our results here Are you looking to be immersed into your racing rig? Using patented technology, Butt Kicker products connect you to your couch or chair to send the feeling of special effects, explosions, rocket launches, racing engines, music, and much more right through it. It's a new immersive dimension in home entertainment. We have our yeah. Double Trouble series on Sunday. Or uh, not Sunday. Night. Yeah. Yes, Monday night. We're at Phoenix Motor Speedway in the Arca Cars and Trucks. It was a good race, 113 laps. Had uh, some extra cautions thrown in there for eight cautions for 36 laps. And uh, qualifying, we had Kevin Gironi and the trucks were the fastest. They took top five spots with Kevin Gironi, Joe Turkle, Ethan Mitchell, Garrett Schneider, and Mike Todd. Top five trucks with Guillermo Alvarez, Josh Sosi, Justin Gibbs, William Klingbill, and Nate Dog. 
top five for the K&N series in qualifying. And in the race, we had Guillermo Alvarez in the ARCA car bringing home the overall win and the ARCA win, followed by Josh McKinney, Andrew Turner, Tyler Rush, and myself in the top five in ARCA. And in the trucks, Joe Turco bringing home the win, followed by Matthew Boston Wheeler, Douglas Wasaki, I think is how you probably say it, Kevin Gironi, and Garrett Snyder and Matthew Kopp. Rounding out, I believe that was the top six. So good race as usual. The trucks in the uh, Arca cars are about the same speed, so get all in, intermingled and mixed up. And I usually hate Phoenix, so uh, yeah. Actually figured out a little bit about the track and had a good run, so uh, wasn't a complete loss. But yeah, always fun running the Arca and trucks. Yeah, I, I was uh, broadcasting that race on my Liberty Racing Network. Uh, site correct. and uh, and we noticed that you stayed out there on that second stage on ten lap old tires. What was going on with that strategy there? I uh, do I have to get did I get a wave around or something? No, you stayed out. You had ten lap old tires, so you were, you led the field to green. Oh, we came off a of caution, so some of them laps were under caution. You know what I mean? So yeah. the tires were really probably only about six laps old. Yeah, and I was way in the back because of uh, problems earlier. So I was back behind a bunch of trucks and everything. So everybody pitted. So I stayed yeah. out. It, I mean, it worked. It picked me up a ton of track position. Yeah. That, but that's all I was really going for. I'm, I was trying to recall. I run so many races in a week. It's like, oh, man, he's asking about something specific. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lucas Gortman, uh, he <laughs> did race control for us. Um, so thank you to Lucas. For that, uh, but we had uh, we had quite a few drivers. We had forty, we had yeah, forty we drivers on track. Uh, Lucas Gortman did uh, did race control, and Larry Dickerson joined in the wrong class. Yeah, and uh, so in our triple threat series, if you join in the wrong class, we don't let you participate. Yeah, you get last place points in our. In our Into Being Double Trouble series, we do let you participate in the wrong class, but you're going to get last place points in your class anyway. So wherever you finish, you can win the race, but you're still getting scored last. Oh. Right. So he just chose to sit out, and uh, and uh, he jumped in the broadcast booth with me, and he did a really good job. So Nice. Yeah, so we got. It's always uh, good to have a always good to have a partner in the booth. Yeah. Yep. But uh, we do, we have, don't have a race this Monday night because of uh, Valentine's Day. We will have a fun race. So I guess that didn't make sense, did it? Uh, we we don't have a points race for the Double Trouble Series. We will be running uh, the Xfinity cars at Art Atlanta on uh, Monday night. And then immediately afterwards, we're going to throw down some laps with the street stocks at Bristol. So Street stocks at Bristol going old school. Yeah. It'll be yeah, we haven't run the street stocks. I don't think we've done too many races with the street stocks, and I was thinking that it would be kind of fun to do so. So if you've already given your wife slash girlfriend their dinner and foot rub, you can come and uh, run some races afterwards. Yeah. So then we go to our triple threat series last night at 
Phoenix, and uh, that wasn't much fun for me. No, I've been. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever had that many incident points in a race in my life. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't near the. Well, I had ten incident points, but that uh, wasn't my issue. Ooh, here. Yeah, my issue yeah. was uh, just you know pitting, and then the caution would come out or staying out and and having something happen. Uh, it happened all race to me, so I did fortunately get back up to eighth, but. Yeah, some somehow there was only four cautions, with two of them being for stages. Yeah. So that's kind of why we run the rules like we do, because if we didn't last night, there would have been about fifteen cautions instead of four. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, you, it's not. There's never an ideal time to throw a caution. We don't want to see cautions out there. We don't want to pace for a hundred laps, but we also don't want right uh, uh, an unnecessarily cars driving around the track unnecessarily damaged because we didn't throw a caution either. So, uh, so it's just a, it's a double-edged sword there. And, and the incident points, Ackerman and Elwod tied for the lead in incident points, but I was a close third by myself with 20, so I'm proud of I did well there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My teammates were handing them out left and right. <laughs> hey, I haven't hit you yet. <laughs> no, it's coming. I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> you know, we did get together that first season at Bristol. Yeah, but Bristol. yeah, that's Bristol. And I think you were maybe fresh on the service for maybe a week or two. Oh yeah, yeah, that's way back. Yeah, yeah, and other than that, I don't think we really get together too often. No, we used to have to fix them for real, so. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to wreck them. We don't wreck them. <laughs> That's the one thing nice about i racing. You would work on right. a car in real life for five or six days, and you get to race it one night. All right. And i racing, you get to race it every single night. Yeah, I never work on it once. It's great. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, it was a good race last night. Congratulations to Ryan Johnson with the the race win there. Yeah, tiny horse himself. Well, that's wild. They got, you know, the top three was uh, a cup car, then an Xfinity car, and then a truck. One, two, three for the overall. Don't see that very often. Yeah. No, you don't. And uh, it wasn't looking like there was going to be a cup car in that overall there. And the way that last caution fell, that's how that happened. But Yeah, during uh, practice and qualifying, the trucks and Xfinity were way faster than the cup cars. Yeah, yeah, it's strange uh, how that is, but the new cup package, uh, it's going to intertwine all three classes quite a bit, I think. And uh, I mean, next week we have Indy Road, so uh, yeah, anything can happen up. there. <laughs> uh, I know what's going to happen for me, and it's not going to be good. <laughs> right, I've been running a lot of roads, so this is my shot to get in the playoffs. I need to get my head out of my butt win this one yeah just don't start by any teammates right right y'all stay away from me <laughs> <laughs> all right well that was our uh and then our uh we haven't uh counted the results we had ryan johnson yeah then uh kayla and 
the turtle in third, Keith Fonseca in fourth, and uh, Andy Turner in fifth, and Thomas in sixth. It's funny, last season at Phoenix, Tyler and I spent like the whole race side by side. And oh, yeah. this time, I was nowhere near him. He must he had a, ran a pretty good race uh, and uh, to get that top three, and I I was nowhere near him. But I felt like I had decent pace. I just kept getting caught on having the wrong strategy. Yeah, it was hard with the way the cautions, you know, a couple of them were, well, the, the way a couple of them came out in between the stage breaks and stuff. So it was, you know, the one was right there. We got another one that was right there on the edge, I believe, wasn't it? It was like at six minutes. Yeah, it was right there on the edge. So we got yeah, a, right like two edge. or three laps there at the end to finish right. off. Luke Smith had the fastest lap of the or the the cup cars with the twenty eight point oh nine four. Twenty eight point oh nine, and uh, so our, our Xfinity cars. Uh, Jeff Ramsdale was our class winner, uh, with Jonathan Humphrey, Jorge Canales, Nathan Manoring, and Justin Gibbs running out the top five. But the Michael Gitchell, he ran the tra- fastest lap of the Xfinity cars with twenty eight point oh three. So that shows you that the Xfinity cars were a little bit faster. Yeah, than the Cup. Yeah. But I mean, literally one tenth of a second. Yeah. And then oh the yeah. yeah. Was the fastest lap in the trucks was Dylan Clark. He's a half second ahead of everybody. So the trucks were definitely the fastest. Yeah. 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 So. But that was a good time. Uh, Caleb Ellswick pulls off another victory in the truck class. Uh, Dylan Clark, he was fast all night, but you didn't see him because he was blinking. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he, uh, I don't know what happened to him at the end, but Dylan Clark finished second, uh, Corey Harridges, uh, he just finished third. He was actually leading in that last restart, but he jumped Ryan Johnson big time. Oh, and so that's where he gets the black. He got that black flag. He had to serve. I heard that going on during the race, but I wasn't sure exactly what had happened. Yeah. So he ended up coming back to finish third. Thomas Teagan, our man, Thomas Teagan, uh, Fourth and Matthew Boston Wheeler rounding out the top five. That's impressive. He had 18 incident points and still got a top five. So good work, Matthew Boston Wheeler. Yeah. And our. A lot of of fixing and repairing. I'm sure it was a struggle. So our uh, team championship right now, uh, Black Girl Sim Racing is uh the points later with wtw white that's your team kevin you've been trashing them the whole time and you guys are in second place if they would quit hitting me we could be in first place <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh ttf racing is third team taco fourth uh gng motorsports uh is fifth with wdw black sixth Turtle shells one and two, and then rounding out the team points is WDW Red. That's uh, WDW Red is our development team. It's just meant to have drivers. And uh, last season, I, I'll explain that a little bit. There was a lot of development drivers that just didn't have a team, so I wanted to create just a team for our just development drivers, so they could feel included, and you know, so they can hit other teammates like the rest of us. Right. Right. If you don't have teammates, how do you know who to hit? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Maybe just an arrow without a, you know, without any feathers on it. You got teammates, you know, it's like a bullseye. Be like, there he is. Bam. 
Yeah. Yeah. So uh, our double trouble points, we have Guillermo Alvarez uh, leading our ARCA class over Jeff Ramstel, Tyler Rush, Nate Johnson, Keith Fonseca, and Thomas Myers are both tied for fifth. And our truck class, Joe Turkle is our points leader. And, man, has he got a big lead already. Uh, Joe Turkle over Kevin Gironi, Matt Kopp, Ethan Michaels, and Ryan Cruz rounding out the top five of our uh, double trouble class uh, uh, series and our triple threat series. Ryan Johnson is, uh, I mean, he's already got two wins. So, yeah, of course he's... Uh, Going to be our points leader in Cup. But uh, Kayla McCarthy is uh, second. Luke Smith, Andrew Turner, and Keith Fonseca, top five of our Cup class. And our Xfinity class, Jeff Ramsdell is our points leader. He's got two wins. Uh, Josh McKinney, Michael Gitchell, Stephen Wood, and Jorge Canales in the top five of our Xfinity class. In our truck class, Kayla Bellswick has just got a slight lead over Dylan Clark in uh, the truck class with Matthew Wheeler, Josh Beaver, and Matt Kopp rounding out the top five. Nice. Still early in the year. Got to get the points going. Yep. Next week we have our fun race on Monday with uh, Atlanta, the Xfinity Cars, the Street Stocks at Bristol, and the... Uh, Trucks, or no, I'm trucks. The uh, uh, Triple Threat Series is at Indy Road. Uh, not looking forward to that, but. Right, so you say we're going from like two fun races to one horrible one. Yes, and then uh, we go on to, we look, I'm just, I'm already looking forward to Dover the week after that. Oh, is that where we're going the week after with Arca and, uh, or with Double Trouble and Triple Threat? Yes, Dover. Nice. Dover is fun. It's uh, like Bristol on steroids. I love ripping it through the corners there. Yeah, yep. Grab that line and go. There's not right. a lot of. Be, be interesting in the uh, new cup cars. See what they're doing there. We'll be slow. Yeah, <laughs> you know you can like. I love the trucks there, man. You can just so fast fly in there and like lift and then just pound the gas. And yeah. Fun. But anyways, um, that was our. That is our rundown of our split decisions racing league. Uh, they ran that clash this past weekend. They did, and it was kind of a uh, whatever, but uh, garbagey. But you know, you can't put cup cars at Flat Rock and expect for it to be a good show. Well, Flat Rock would have probably actually been a better show than the Coliseum, but yeah, yeah, I didn't watch the race myself. Uh, I watched that last chance qualifier and watched Ty Dillon wrecking through the field, and I, I just shut it off. I was like, "This is yeah. garbage." I mean, I like racing. Yeah. I can understand short track racing. The you know second place guy will bump and run the leader out of the way, but these guys are doing it for sixth and seventh. They were just yeah. rushing each other. Right, he had to go through the whole field. And he knew it, so he was just taking them out one at a time. Yeah. Which is lame. So, but, yeah. but Joey Logano pulled off the win. Might have been a little bit better race than I thought it was going to be, but still yeah, pretty, pretty lame. But the season is starting up, and we're going to have our uh, kind of do a single race pick amongst the administrators for the fantasy racing. And Dave started a NASCAR league in fantasy. If you like watching the races live, uh, 
you have to be able to watch them live in that league because you can change drivers. I'm gonna I'm gonna do another one in the fantasy racing online website. Uh, put together a league for us, and I'll post it in the chats or whatever. And if anybody wants to get in, it's free. It's like five drivers, fifty grand, and you pick a you know you pick your five drivers every week or whatever, and read through the rules and the scoring and stuff. It's not anything new, but you get you know spots for. Advancing a position, I think, is two spots, and they get stage points and blah, 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 finishing points, all that good stuff. So if anybody wants to get in that, you'll pretty much be able to go in there and sign up yourself and just get into our league, and then uh, it'll keep track of all the scoring for us all year and see who knows their NASCAR the best. It's, I've been playing on that website for maybe four or five years and just screwing around. We do like a little family one on there, and it's a piece of cake, so I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, paint. Yeah, what about the new paint schemes? Are there any of them that stack out to you? Uh, we were talking about them. I do like Brad's. Uh, you know his purple car is pretty sweet. I, all of them when they get these chrome numbers on them, man, they look so good. I don't know why they weren't doing it on the old cars like that. But all of a sudden, it seems now that they move the numbers. Half of them are chromed out color color chrome numbers and they look sharp the castro car looks good and the violet defense uh roush what is it rfk Ford yeah. mustang looks sharp also i haven't seen i mean i saw most of them the ones that were at the clash and stuff but i haven't really paid super close attention to them yeah chase elliott's uh napa car that thing's uh not and not very good looking. He's got that Hooters car, uh, but he does uh, have some he, ugly cars. His maybe his yeah. best car might be that Ashok car, whatever that energy drink one he drives. Yeah, Ashok. It's also got that Unifirst. Uh, it's kind of going to be a sweet looking car too. I don't think I've seen it yet. Yeah, yeah, but um, it'll be interesting. I mean, back in the day, you had to worry about one paint scheme. Now everybody's got seven, so. We'll yeah, move around quite a bit. I remember you used to get so mad when somebody would change a sponsor. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, I don't you, know where they're at on the track. Two hundred dollars on a jacket. <laughs> right, right. Why aren't they running this sponsor every week? And blah blah blah. Now it's like second nature. Yeah, because nobody, nobody can afford twenty-five million dollars a year to sponsor one of these fools. So, Maybe yeah, there's a. There's a lot of uh, different paint schemes out there now with the numbers move forward. It's just going to take a little bit to get used to. Yeah. Um, the Monster Energy one is uh, of Kurt Busch. It's just a plain black one. Yeah, and then... Uh, I mean, I'm sure some of them, I mean, I loved, you know, that, that black one Cinder had at the Clash with the blue, it's Cascadia or something, it's some division of Freightliner. Oh, E-Cascadia, yeah. I think it's an electric Freightliner car. Trucks. That's what I think, yeah. I think that's what their, their whole spiel is. But it looks, I love that blue on the black with it, it looks like, like tubes of stuff running through it. Yeah. I or That's funny. I ordered the, you know, Keselowski ran that last year one time, so I ordered the die cast. It's still not here. I think it's got like a, I think it's supposed to be here at the end of March or something. I hate how they yeah. do that anymore. Pre-order. Yeah. 
don't get it. I guess the numbers moving forward will, you know, grow on me a little bit, but it's just, it's hard so far. Yeah, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It'll probably take this year and then you won't even notice it. I wish iRacing would make them like actual size so they don't look like little midget numbers up there in the front and look horrible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. On the regular cars, I don't, I don't know. I thought I would hate it. I guess I don't mind it as much as I thought I would. Yeah, but there's a couple a paints. There's a couple paints that are pretty cool. I think though that uh, Roush and uh, Keselowski have the best combination of paint schemes. Yeah, in general like, though, like I said, the, you know, they get the blue chrome numbers on the Kohler and stuff, and the fast and all, and then yeah, I think the Ke- Astros, what he's got coming? Yep. I can't wait to see all these new their started roll. Pull them out. Here amongst the admins, and uh, we'll have to decide how we're going to. The rules last year were that you can only pick a driver once, mm-hmm. and uh, once you pick that driver, you didn't get to pick that driver again for the season. And the driver that won had to pick last well, that week. So That's the problem. We need to, like, you almost need to, and it's hard with everybody's schedules and not seeing the chats and blah, blah, blah. It almost has to be like a picking, you know, order type of deal because everybody kind of understands the strategy now. So it's going to be hard to pick them. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll have to discuss. First come, first serve last year. Now it'll be like people will be answering 30 seconds after the checkered flag for the next week. It'll be like, I want this guy. Well, uh, Ross Chastain, everybody's going to be clamoring for him, so you can't just pick (laughs) him every week. I want him at Coyle Joy at Daytona, who's starting off strong. (laughs) Hell, he might be a good pick at Daytona. He runs good there. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to want to pick, uh, you know, one of the decent drivers there because everybody can be caught up in one of the big wrecks. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good waste to pick there. Yeah, but anyways, uh, are they going back to Bristol Dirt? Yeah. Are they? What a crock! Ah, I was there last year. I went. It was fun. It was a good race. Yeah, I know. But but they they moved it now. They uh, what's that? I said I understand it was a decent race, but they took a good race from the schedule by the the other having two Bristol races there on that over uh, that the asphalt or the concrete. Well, I think half half. Well, the obviously it was. I think it was sold out for the Cup race, so that was one of the deals. But you could they only could sell like fifty percent of the seats or something because of COVID. But so that all be different this year. But you know they they basically had somebody at bristol for like six weeks straight once they've dumped that dirt in there so they get all that money instead of it just being open one you know one weekend for the cup race yeah like the dirt nationals and you know seven different world outlaws were there and then the late models were there so everybody who you know they're going to do it again just like that the only Which part is, I i've seen that they, they've really done is they move the cup race i think starts at six o'clock at night so that was the problem last year when the they started kicking up the dirt. The sun 
came over the boxes and was the way it was reflecting down on the track they couldn't see. Yeah. So now that it's well, going to be at night, that we'll have no problem. It'll be good to go. Which I don't mind having the dirt on. Last year it kind of, kind of annoyed me, but I don't mind having the dirt on Bristol. I'm just saying you took a good track from the schedule, a good race from the schedule. So right. take uh, take a stupid race from the schedule. Like New Hampshire doesn't need two races. That's the, like a terrible race every year. Right. Yep. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. But then you know, then what? Bristol gets three races. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. If any track on the schedule that deserves three races, it's Bristol. The rich get richer. I don't know who owns who owns New Hampshire. It's probably some Speedway Corporation. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I think it's Bristol. I believe. Yeah, I was but, at a drag race one time, and he come pulling in. This was at Charlotte, and we're like walking. We're basically underneath the bleachers, and here comes a car driving through like the crowd. And it's like, what in the heck is going on? And it pulls up at the bottom of the elevators and stops. And like a cop comes walking over and stands next to it, and he gets out with the old lady and goes up in the elevator suites. It was like, oh, you own this place. I guess you can drive wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> he literally like was driving right through the crowd, man. On a yeah. Saturday morning at the drag races, like going up to the suite, he's like, "I'm gonna go park right at the bottom of the elevators. Y'all look out." <laughs> yeah, well, if, when you got it, you got it. Yeah, and his two hundred thousand dollar Mercedes. Yeah, he's like, "Who yeah. doggy?" They do. A, I think his son's doing a pretty good job with that. They're getting involved with the Nashville Fairgrounds. They're involved with North Wilkesboro, so yeah. it's cool to see that they're. They're getting back to that. I mean, they're the ones that killed that they killed them, them tracks off to begin with. But hey, <laughs> well, exactly. So you killed them to make money. Now you're bringing them back to make money. Good yeah, job. but way to go! All but, right. Well, we're gonna cut this happen. off here. Uh, we yeah, babbled long cool. enough. Between waiting for people that weren't gonna show up, Nate and uh, whoever else, yeah. and Kayla. Ben. That's why Kayla got. Hammered by Ashton. Good job, Ashton. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya.